Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is 108 on a Saturday. It's Tech Talk time. Doug Swinhart in studio. Always great to see Doug. He was away a week ago, but he is back at it today, ready to go. Uh, here are the phone numbers on the program. 651 989 9226 651 989-9226. You can text 81807. That's a great way to go. 81807 here at CCO. Doug, good to see you. Oh, it's wonderful to be back, Steve. It's absolutely wonderful. Um, may I take a minute for another public service announcement? Sure. I had yet five more calls last week, and one lady in particular got hit with a scam and it cost her $1,000. Oh, no. Please don't respond to these people when they pops up on your computer and tells you to call a number. It took me almost three days to help her get her money back, but it's um, it, it, don't fall for this. And, and she felt really bad, and I said, listen, those of us that are honest, we have a tendency of trusting people. And secondly, and more importantly than that, these folks that call you up on the phone or you call from some weird pop-up within a browser, these people are professionals at extracting dollars. Please use some good judgment here. It's really, really important that we put a stop to this. Yeah, do not contribute to their bad behavior. Absolutely not. All right, 651-989-9226. You can text 81807 that is 81807 here at CCO. If you're having computer problems, hardware, software, whatever, feel free to call the program. Doug, wanted to start out the show today with something we bring up time to time, but it, it has to do with advice to keep your computer running like new. What, what are you know a handful of things that people can keep in mind to keep that uh, computer lean and mean and running well? Well, you know, just normal maintenance a lot of times will be absolutely huge. One of the biggest things that I find is people saving files on their desktop. That's going to take away from their system RAM. Then that will, in turn, force the machine to run more off their hard drive. And with a normal spinner, that's going to slow things down. You can have that same effect on a computer even with an SSD drive. No matter how fast these drives are, they pale in comparison to the speed of RAM. And the miracle about computers, the faster we make them run, the longer they last. So big thing, keep a desktop clean. You can have shortcuts, but don't be saving data on your desktop. Next to that, I highly recommend every Windows user use CCleaner from Piriform, same people that make Revo Uninstaller. They've been around for years and years and years. You can download the free version and I always encourage people, after you've had it a year or so, and you see what it's doing for your computer, by all means, pay for it. Let's keep these fine folks in business. And you can just go to a Google search box and type in C-C-L-E-A-N-E-R. Go right to the downloads, download it, install it, and run it. 
CCleaner will clean out all your temp files. Help to optimize your registry. It has an uninstaller. It has a section in there that you can actually take a look to see what's starting up in the background in Windows. And you can disable that stuff without actually removing it. Reboot your computer. If all is well, leave it off. The more resources you free up, especially in Windows, the faster your computer is going to run. And those three things are absolutely huge, just critical. But that should keep them going, just rocking and rolling. All right, so kind of like a vehicle, vehicles need oil changes and rotate the tires and those sorts of things as long as you have a game plan and do that routine maintenance. Your computer should stay in good shape. Absolutely, and and if it gets to a point to where it's starting to overheat, with a desktop, you might want to take the case, the cover off, and gently vacuum out the dust, keep the air moving through there. Laptops can be a little bit more critical to clean, but that that's something too. If they start to overheat, you're on the road to to having some issues, and that's a big thing with computers. All right, we're going to go to the phone lines. We should remind you we have some lines open: six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. You can text eight one eight zero seven. That is eight one eight zero seven here at CUCO. Let's start on the text line. Quick follow up. My mom received a voicemail saying that her Microsoft Windows was out of date and to call them back. Is it a scam? I have trouble believing that. You know that just doesn't take place. If you have a copy of Windows that has yet to be registered. It's in a trial mode. After that trial mode, down in the lower right-hand corner, it's going to come up and tell you that it needs to be activated for about three days, and then it will just stop booting into Windows completely. Out of date. I'm thinking she probably has XP on her computer, and it picked up on some bot, and the bot sent her that email. I... Find somebody local, take well, a look a at this call. machine. It was a call. Yeah, that I'm not buying that at all. Okay. I think that was completely random. Um, and they're really, these guys that are sitting around cold calling people on the telephone, they're really, really going after us baby boomers, Stevie. They, I, I, first of all, there's a lot, lot of us that, that are at home after we're 65 years old. And I think they think that we're an easy mark. We can't be easy marks anymore. But that is an absolute ridiculous thing. Ridiculous. All right. And by the way, she did not call them back. Good. Once, uh, so uh, you get a call, you got to be very, very leery Absolutely. of that for sure. All right. Let's go to the phone lines. Let's start with Troy in Burnsville. Troy, you're on the air. Hi, guys. How's it going? Good. Hi. What's up, Troy? Um, I just uh, kind of wanted to make sure I was uh, uh, clear on something. Uh, we are looking at... Uh, getting a new printer, and then we're thinking that we're going to have that work, uh, that we're going to have the three uh, computers that are on the network uh, use that printer to, to print. Okay. Um, um, and I think they said you could do it the wirelessly or... Um, well, that's actually your go- best bet. Uh, you know, and, and, and I have to be honest and tell you, when it comes to printers, I am very, very biased towards HP. Um, and keep in mind when you're setting your printer up with a Wi-Fi connection, that printer is not talking directly to each device in a Wi-Fi manner. That printer is actually communicating with your Wi-Fi router, and that router or modem, if you will, whatever you want to call it, that modem slash router is the hub 
of the network activity. So whatever device that you have connected to that router should automatically see that printer. That's really the best way to go. And and if you have trouble with that, give me a call next week. I can get your network set up for you in probably less than an hour, and we can probably do it remotely. Piece of cake. Nothing to it anymore. All right. Uh, by the way, we'll have Doug's uh, phone number and email at the end of the program today. Let's go to the phones again. Let's bring in Mike and Egan. Mike, you're on the air. Hi, guys. Welcome back, Doug. Thank you. Um, I, I've been mulling over um, getting a VOIP long-distance service because my Internet provider wants 40 bucks a month for long-distance service. So do you have any recommendations on what to look for? A voice over IP service you're looking for? Yeah. Um, I really don't. I, I, I know that depending upon the area that you're in, Pop Communications is really big in this. Uh, check to see if you're in a, in a location that Pop services. They, when it comes to voice over IP and Internet, uh, it's it's really tough to beat Pop Communications. Um, if, if I have a business on the west side of the city or anywhere that can get Pop, I, I'll push them to Pop Communications so fast it'll scare you. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a big question. Give me a call next week, and we'll do some research together and see if we can't help you out with that. All right, uh, let's go to Gwendolyn in Eden Prairie. You're on the air. Hello. Hello. Hi. Uh, I have a question about, I don't know if it's my email, um, my new computer or my new router. When I'm typing an email, uh, every time I stop typing, it looks like it's backing up and making another copy. Now, when I actually send it out, the people said that uh, they don't get those. Uh, I was typing about a four-paragraph note, and it uh, back did that 20 times in that uh, maybe 10 minutes that I was typing that. Yeah, something's wrong with that. I'm going to have to look at that computer. Uh, it, that, that should not be the case at all. When you open up an email to compose a new message, as as soon as you're typing, the instant you hit send, it should go. Uh, I'm kind of thinking that's on your computer side. It almost sounds to me like you might have configured your email client to be utilizing your word processor as the composer. And that we're, you're, we're definitely going to want to put a stop to. This is a rare, rare thing that you've got happening. So feel free to give me a call next week, and we'll connect up remotely and see if we can't solve this together. And thank you for the call, Gwendolyn. All right, quick break. We have Jerry right out of the break on the phone lines. We'll go to the text line as well. Here are the numbers. If you want to call, 651-989-9226. And that's good for all our programs here on CCO. Uh, morning, noon, and night, weekend, 651-989-9226. Or you can text 81807. That is 81807. Tag Talk continues in a moment here on the CCO. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. It It is 121 on a Saturday here at CCO Tech Talk. Doug's in studio today, 86 degrees, a few clouds. Winds out of the west at four miles an hour in the dew point. It's up there at 68. Uh, Definitely muggy today. 
here in the Twin Cities. We have a lot of calls lined up, and uh, it is certainly a big part of our program. And Jerry's waiting, and let's go to Jerry. You're on the air. Hello. Hi, guys. Hi, Jerry. What's up? I've got a um, uh, HP laptop that I got about six years ago. It's run really well. But I, at the time, I was working at a company where I could buy uh, Microsoft Office and install that on there, and you paid a flat fee, and you got that. Okay. Well, last month I got a message, and it, and it looked like it wasn't a scam. It, came from, it says it came from Microsoft that this license was expiring on my Microsoft Office. Do you think I've got a scam, or do you think they actually expire? I think that's real. Um, that, that enterprise license... They have to renew those when they do their corporate um, licensing with Microsoft. Now, rather than running out and buying office and paying big bucks, just go to LibreOffice.org, L-I-B-R-E-O-F-F-I-C-E dot O-R-G, and click on the big download box. You don't have to donate money, but they'll ask you to donate. Regardless if you've got a Windows 64-bit or 32-bit, I would go ahead and install the 32-bit version of LeBray Office Suite. With LeBray, you can open, edit, and save any Microsoft Office file. You're going to be good to go. You should should be just happy as a clam with uh, LeBray Office, and I hope that helps. And if you have trouble with that, give me a holler. Yeah, it is really an amazing. Oh, it's slick. And the nice thing about LeBray, Steve, I don't know if you're aware of this. It's not only available for a Windows machine, it comes standard on almost every installation of Linux that's built into that into that distribution. And I even put it on, on several Macs this week. So LeBray is a full-service office suite. I think it's the best thing since cream cheese. All right, uh, we'll go to the phones and Bob and John in a moment. First, uh, some text. Uh, let's get you up to date on that. I had a Linux system installed recently on my desktop and have Windows 7 on my iPad. How do I get my emails to sync up? Oh, that's an easy one. Your email should be set up with IMAP, I-M-A-P. In other words, web-based mail. No matter what device you're doing, it's automatically synced. That's a piece of cake. One of your devices at this point is set up with what's called POP3, P-O-P, and the number three. Go to the Internet, go to Google, and in the search box, type in P-O-P3 space V-S for versus, P-O-P3 space V-S space capital I, capital M, capital A, capital P, and read the articles. There is a ton of information on the net on how to convert from a POP3 account to an I, to an IMAP or web-based. And that's going to solve a lot of problems for you without question. And if you have trouble, give me a holler. All right. Uh, and really the big no-brainer, get a Gmail account. Well, that's going to solve everything because uh, Gmail is going to push. You know, you can set up a Gmail with POP3, but you actually have to go underneath the settings and force it to pop th- to pop it. It's much better off to leave it run in its natural form and keep it web-based. And then your old email, just put underneath that account, and you're good to go. Everything is synced. All right, here's a good one. We haven't talked about this one before. 
Uh, why are smartphones more stable than computers? That's because smartphones are just little computers anyway. You can get your email and get online and do all sorts of stuff. You know, that that's an interesting, interesting question. The operating system on an iPhone, the iOS system, and the operating system in an Android, which some people claim is a spinoff of Linux, it really isn't. These OSs are really, really lean. That's the first part. Second, the operating system, Android or iOS, are actually designed to go exclusively with that hardware. In addition to that, our cell phone carriers are keeping that operating system up-to-date and secure. So, yeah, I I agree with it. You almost got to put a, a Google Chromebook in that category. As that's the same type of, of, of issue that you'll have. Um, most of the Linux computers I have should be in that category as well. Windows is a little bit different animal. And Macs are a little bit different. But Mac, boy, it's tough to beat a Mac. I've been working on Macs this last week. I did three of them. Every time I work on a Mac, I'm impressed. But the big thing on that is just keeping them up to date and how much stuff is running. But I agree. I think we should all be asking that question. All right. A couple more texts before we go to the phones. Bob and John are waiting. By the way, the text line, 81807, 81807. Here's a quickie. Can you repeat the website for cleaning your Windows machine, uh, CCleaner? How do you find that? I usually just go to Google.com. And in the search box, type in C-C-L-E-A-N-E-R. It's Piriform. P-I-R-A-F-O-R-M is the company. But I, I can never remember the site, so I just do a quick search. Just go to Google.com and in the search box, type in CCleaner. And you might even want to put CCleaner space download. And that will your first or second listing for the search sites will be Piriform. And it'll probably say free download. When you get to the download, you'll see a trial version of the professional, which will only last a month. Then you'll see the free version, which you can actually have forever. But most people, when they realize what this is doing for their computer, most people will bite the bullet and pay for it. Let's face it. We want to keep these folks in business. I I love free software. At the same time, I'd like to believe that I'm a balanced individual and I don't want to look for something for free. I'd just as soon pay for it in the end. All right. Let's go to the phones. Bob's been waiting the longest. Bob in Redwood Falls, you're on the air. Yes. uh, Can you hear me? Oh, absolutely. What's going on, Bob? Good. This is more of a precaution than anything, and it happened just this last week, and you've probably heard of it before, but um, I am partially retired, and sometimes we need to wire money to different places uh, for different products and so forth, and what happened this last week is uh, our bookkeeper received an email from me and said that we needed to wire $9,000 to this account number. And so she went to the bank, get it all put together and so forth, and uh, something just didn't seem right to her. She said, well, who is this? She was thinking, who is this? You know what? I'm just going to call Bob just before I send this off. So she called me and I said, Sherry, I have no idea of what you're even talking about. It is not me that emailed you with my account. And how that, she said, well, Bob, this person called me, called me by my first and last name and uh, via the email to get this wired to them. 
and thank goodness that she called because we could have been lost. Nine grand. Nine grand, just wow. like that. Yeah, that, that's, that's highly sophisticated if they're talking to her by name. That's highly sophisticated. I, I, I would almost suggest that you take that up with your bank. Somebody had to know who that person was that worked for you, possibly somebody in the past. But if they supplied a routing number, that should be pretty easy to, to figure out. that Because it was going somewhere. When you were wire transferring that, that had a routing number. I would do some investigation, and I would put some heat on those people. All right, uh, let's go to the phones one more time. Before the break, bring in uh, John and Egan. John, you're on the air. Hey, Doug and Steve. Question for you, Doug. I have a 4-gig um, Windows 7 machine, okay. and streaming doesn't work at all. It just is choppy and everything. I reformatted the the drive, you know, reloaded the system software, same thing. Do you think it's my drivers or? Uh, you know, I, I, I got to tell you, my first place to look would be your Internet speed. And to make absolutely certain, now, I can tell you this as well. If you're running wireless, you're going to have a much, much slower speed than if you wire it. Try to cable it and see what happens. And we'll uh, research that. Give me a call next week. We'll connect up remotely, and we'll test your Internet and talk about you might. I think more than likely you've got to increase your bandwidth. Uh, but give me a jingle. We'll see if we can work you through that. All right. Very good, John. We have phone lines open right now. Here's the number, 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. Text, great way to go, 81807. It's Tech Talk with Doug on a Saturday. We'll have the weather in a moment. It is Tech Talk. Saturday is one to two. Doug's in studio. Uh, we always get a lot of calls and texts. Good news is right now some phone lines are open. 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. Let's bring in Lori and Delano on the phone lines. Lori, hello. Hi. Hi, Lori. What's going on? Well, um, I just recently um, retired from a corporate job that I had for many years and um, my husband and I lived in Wyzetta. Okay. And um, we had a Mediacom bundle, you know, TV, Internet, the whole thing, right? Sure. And um, I should let you know also I use Outlook. Um, okay. And so when we moved to our hobby farm out by Delano, of course, Mediacom doesn't come out this far. So I've used a Mediacom address for my email for probably 15 years. Okay. So, um... I decided, all right, I've got to put something on a flash drive, save the ones that I want to. Um, I was told that, you know, I can't continue to use this Mediacom address because I'm, you know, no longer in there. Really. Are you sure? I'm not sure. I'm I would call sure. him up and say, listen, there's my situation. Explain to him that you moved. I would like to keep my email. It would surprise me if they charged you more than $50 a year. And now, so once you I, got that, because okay. you know it's coming, they'll probably do that for a year. Then get yourself a Gmail account, put your Mediacom email underneath your Gmail account, and then for the next three months, as a part of your signature, just let all of your folks know that you're going to be changing, and this will be the cutoff date. Okay, so I have done some of what you've you suggested. 
So I did go into the media come offices and said, I'd love to keep this. Oh, I think they'll let you do that. It will they surprise won't. me if they don't. They would not. They said, you have to use our wireless internet. And I said, could I keep a wireless router in your office? <laughs> I'm willing to do this. No, well, if, you know, if they're going to get that way, then we need to grab all your mail immediately and shuffle it to your Gmail and make sure we got your contacts and just do a mass notice that you're changing your email. I would normally like to see people change their email address over 30 to 90 days. But if you have to do it all at once, that's your only choice. Give me a call next week, and I'll show you how to get that set up. And thank you for the call. Yeah, it it really doesn't have to be all that painful because if you think about it, uh, you know, as far as bank notifications and credit card notifications or any of those other types of things, that's easy to do by going in and changing the settings with those particular providers. Yep. But, uh, you know, I, I've helped people as well make this transition over to a Gmail. It really is straightforward. My wife had to do it. She had an old Quest email account. Q.com. Yeah. That, <laughs> well, this was Quest.com. That was pre-Q.com. Yeah, that's right. And finally, she just made the clean break and said, I've got to move on. I've got to get away from it. It became more and more cumbersome. And we're still a CenturyLink customer, of course, Quest. They kind of honor that. Right. But it was time. Yeah. And she moved all the way over to a Gmail account. And every now and then, you know, but if you do it over, as you pointed out, uh, 60, 90 days. That's the best. You're going to be in good shape. Yeah. And, and, And here's the nice thing. Yet another selling point for a Gmail account. No matter who you have for an internet provider, you will never go through this again. I walk in even when I change my cell phone. I don't stand there and have them shuffle my contacts to the new phone. I buy the new telephone, say thank you very much. And as I'm walking out the, the store, I'm entering my Gmail account. By the time I get to my car, I'm getting emails and all my contacts are there. All my maps are there. Yeah, this is this is really a no-brainer. Another huge selling point for Gmail. And thank you for the call. I hope that helps. Yeah, Lorraine, that is a good one. And uh, we've, we've got full phone lines. We'll be going to Jeff, Herb, and John momentarily. But let's get to a couple more texts here on Tech Talk. Uh, do we have to allow all the Windows 10 updates? If not, how do you slow them down? That's a big question for the radio, but no And you can do it. If you get really aggressive, you can actually open up the services and shut off the update. If you have Windows 10 Professional, you have more control over this updating than if you have Windows 10 Home. Windows 10 is pushing updates pretty good, but it can be controlled. Um. There's a lot of information on the Internet about this. Most of it is going to revolve around setting your group rights in Windows 10. But the easiest way, if you want to shut them off, just go to services.msc under a run box and find Windows updates and just disable it. Um, I don't know what effect that's going to be long-term on Windows 10 machines yet. I've got one running in my house that I've been running for about three months now without getting any updates, seems to be okay. After we have a year experience, I'll be able to tell you a lot more. Good text. All right, here, here's another good one. I think this is important. 
What is the best way to do a complete backup on a Windows PC? And we, we should sort this out. Number one, is it a good idea to do a complete backup or just save your data? I'm really glad you mentioned that. I, I'm not a big fan of the backup programs that like take a whole drive. If you're going to mirror the drive, that's one thing. So if you have an identical hard drive and you run a mirror pro- program, now if something happens to that drive, you snap in the new one, turn it on, and up it comes. But these full backups I find very cumbersome, and they take longer, even though there's probably less manual labor. Your best bet is to get an external hard drive, plug it into the USB port, open up your libraries folder so you can see your documents, your favorites, your downloads, your pictures, your videos, and you can just copy all those folders right over and paste them right on top of the new hard drive. That's probably your best way to save. Keep in mind, too, that these backup services, I always help people to set them up using selective backups. I go in and we take their personal data, their music, their docs, their accounting programs, whatnot. Be selective. You're going to find after you do this a couple of times that copy and paste is so easy to use. And if you do it once a week, it's not going to take more than a half an hour or so. So I'm I'm more into preserving the entire copy but rather than putting it through a backup service. Great text. All right. Uh, we, we talked scams early in the program. Here's one from the text line. On July 5th, I got an email which claimed to be from Wells Fargo Online asking me to click a link to an ad, to address a problem with an account, which I did not do. Good. Went to the bank, showed them the email. It's fraud. You bet. Now, th- when you get an email like this, be aware that these scams, scammers and fraudsters, they are becoming so sophisticated They will actually take the company logo, be it Microsoft, Google, Wells Fargo, U.S. Bank, Visa, MasterCard. They take and they will create an email that will look identical to even they'll even spoof the domain names last several weeks. Never click one of those links. Go to a browser, Mozilla or Google Chrome. Log into your account from a browser. Check it out, because if there's something going wrong there, it's going to be on that opening page when you log in. Worst case scenario, pick up a telephone and call your vendor. We cannot accept a link inside of an email, no matter how legitimate it works. And be aware of this. These financial vendors will never ask you to click a link if there's something wrong with your account. Never, never, never. They will call you on the phone first, or they will send you an email and ask you to call them. Even then, be suspicious of that number. These fraudsters are beginning, are becoming more and more sophisticated. They're good at what they do. Be a little bit skeptical. All we got is our money, and if you're like my house, there's uh, enough to go around some days. Yeah. Quick break now. We'll come back and take calls. 
Jeff, Herb, John, Jerry, all waiting on the phone lines to talk to Doug. It's Tech Talk Saturdays between 1 and 2 o'clock here on CCO. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Tech Talk, Doug Swinhart continues. Doug's in studio. We've had a lot of calls and a lot of texts. We certainly do appreciate that. We're going to try to get to all of those right now. Let's start with Jeff in Lake Elmo. Jeff, you're on the air. Hello. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for the show. Sure. See, I used to listen a long time ago, and I know at that time uh, you were recommending advanced system care and some of the other IO bit uh, peripheries like malware fighter, et cetera. Yes. And I was wondering what the new equivalent is for that. Kind of a two-part question. And then whatever the answer is to that, do I have to down or uh, take out advanced system care? You know, I, I'm going to recommend that you do. Now, here's the thing. Advanced system care 10 years ago was, uh, it was for guys like me, it was just like a gift. It was a one button fix for customers and it worked really, really well. Now, the original programmers are still creating advanced system care. Problem as I see it is IOBIT has been bought and sold several times. Now, when you install the free version, you start getting all this extra stuff the, the IOBIT malware fighter, which I don't care for uh the driver booster which i certainly don't care for and then you think well okay i'll buy the program and that'll stop oh no you buy the program it increases they've just gotten too intensive with their marketing to suit me so i recommend that people completely take that off get rid of smart defrag get rid of uh, the um, anything that has to do with iobit and just download and install ccleaner it's a little bit more work. It's a little bit more manual stuff. Here again, it's faster. It's quicker. It will alert you when it needs to clear files. And I think it does a much, much, much better job with Windows 7, 8, and 10. And thank you for the call. I hope that helps. All right. Very good. Uh, great call. Let's go to Herb and Andover. Herb, you're on the air. Hello. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Hi, Herb. Uh, hi. My issue is I had an HP laptop, and it went dead on me. And uh, the wife bought me a new Dell. Now, is there a way I could get the pictures and the information off the old one over to the new one uh, relatively easily? Or is that difficult or something that cannot even be done? Actually, it's pretty simple. Um, Depending on your location and how technical you are, uh, I could probably show you a piece of device, a device that you could purchase at Micro Center. And you would flip your computer upside down, take out the battery, Turn it back right side up, push the power button in to make sure it's drained. Um, you would actually take the small little cover out, remove the hard drive, plug it into this $20 device, and then it plug it into a USB port and copy your files. And if you want me to do that for you, I do stuff like that for customers every day. Give me a call next week. But, yeah, that's doable. Unless that hard drive is crashed to the point where it won't spin, which I highly doubt... Uh, we should be able to salvage your data. And thank you for the call. If I can help you, give me a holler next week. All right. Good call, Herb. Let's go to John. John, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. Hi, John. What's up? Well, I just bought an old uh, compact Presario two, uh, 1220. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Paid five bucks for it, so huh. I don't have a lot invested. <laughs> you stole it. Yeah. <laughs> Either the that or you paid somebody is. to carry off their garbage. Yeah. <laughs> 
The only problem is, uh, I plug, uh, it, well, I know it's going to need a battery, but I don't want to run out and buy a battery for it before I make sure the thing's going to work. Okay. Uh, so I plug it in with the uh, charger, turn it on, and I get a uh, black and white screen that says error 0271 colon, check date and time settings. And then it's got 200 megahertz across the, about the middle bottom of the screen. Um, what do I do? Uh, can I get, uh, I don't know if it's, I don't even know what date the thing was manufactured. Okay, here's the thing. What this thing is looking for is it's looking for you to go into what's called the BIOS, the basic input-output system. It's actually your setup of your firmware. If I'm not mistaken, that, and, I, and I'm searching my memory really hard here, I believe while this thing is booting, you got to tap on the DEL, the delete key, and it will take you into the BIOS settings. If it's not the delete key, it could be the F1 key, the F2 key, the F10, F11, or F12, but I think on that one it's a delete key. And if you can get into the BIOS, you can actually see if it's registering the hard drive, what kind of hard drive it's got. This is going to be a fun machine for you if you get this running, by the way. This is a perfect machine for you to find an older distribution of Linux and fire this baby up with Linux. And if you want my help, feel free to give me a call. I'll get you rolling with this thing. If you if it turned on with the AC, we can probably find you a battery for next to nothing on eBay or Amazon. And thank you so much for the call. I hope that helps. All right. Very good call indeed. And trying to salvage uh, some old equipment. Keep it running. And you encourage that. I mean, I there's do. no doubt about that. Oh, I absolutely do. I, I, yeah, I'll yeah, i bet you, Steve, at least 20% of what I do, and I hope I don't get a lot of flack for this, at least 20% of what I do is determining the planned obsolescence in a computer and doing my human utmost to undo it. And it's all of them. It's it's HP, it's Dell, it's Macs. It's, and, and, in fact, Mac has gotten a little bit carried away with the iMac series with this. If you look and see, even on the Internet, there are people who are taking iMacs, stripping them down to nothing, and cutting holes in the back of them to let the heat vent out. I mean, there, this, is, this is an issue. This planned obsolescence with our electronics is completely out of control. You and I are both old enough to remember the old tube-type TVs. Solid-state circuitry was going to revolutionize the world. These TVs are going to run forever. Well, you know, our computers are 100% solid-state circuitry. By rights, they should run and run and run. We went through a period of time when software was being developed far faster than hardware, and everybody got this mindset that their computer should only last a year or two. I don't believe that. I'm waiting for the computer manufacturer that has enough courage that comes out and says, we're building a computer now that will last you 25 years. Yes, it's going to cost you $15,000. But it will run you for 20 years. In fact, we'll give you an 18-year warranty. I'm waiting for it to happen. I think it would sell. I have a feeling it will probably be Mac to do that. I hope. Let's watch and see. All right, we've got to run, Doug. Uh, your phone number and email. Thank you. 651-552-9543. And, of course, WCCOtech.com. WCCOtech.com. 
651-552-9543. Stevie, we'll see you next week. All right, it's deal. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.